Hey guys, it's Kev. Real quick before we start the show, I just wanted to say a few words. Today, February 1st, 2017, marks the first anniversary for Everything is Awesome. Episode 53. 52 weeks ago, we started something. We've done 52 episodes up to this point. That was one year worth of Everything is Awesome. Everything is Awesome has been part of our lives, the super friends in my life for the last year. It's been part of my life for the better part of three years or more developing the show. And podcasting has been part of my life for 10 years as far as being a creator and fan is concerned. I'm so grateful that I get to do this. Um, it's It's been such an amazing ride over the last 10 years or soon to be 10 years. But this particular year with Everything is Awesome... Despite it not being the most listened to show I've done, despite it maybe being the, um, the, the hardest to schedule, it's still my favorite podcast that I've ever done. It's still the best podcast I think I've ever done. You know, it's, I enjoy conversations. I enjoy, you know, meeting new people and talking to them in this format and I feel so grateful that over the last 52 weeks, going into our 53rd week here, that I got to speak to so many cool individuals. You know, to Jason Ashley, to Jeff Stormer, to Jim Hoey, Garrett Smith, Mike D'Angelo, Ace Marrero, uh, Mike A. uh, from Doom Thug. Sorry, buddy, I forget your last name. Uh... Chris Revel from Let's Chat with Revel and Friends, uh, Travis and Adam from After Six, uh, the boys that tattooed Banana. Uh, there's so many. I and I'm sorry. I mean, I know there's a lot more of you. I f- I'm forgetting names. Uh, Aaron McGathy, of course. Who could forget that one? It's still probably one of the biggest highlights of my podcasting career. Sitting down and talking to Aaron McGathy, but doing this show. Uh, for the last year is also a huge highlight. That means maybe not much in, in a 10-year span of doing it, but it means something to me because it is the one that I, I don't see going anywhere. It's the one where I started out doing it for pleasure. I didn't think about it as a way to get into the radio business, to get into um, you know making money off of it. It's the one I said, I'm going to sit back and just do it for fun. And now that we're a year in, we have more hopes and, and aspirations, for sure, in our second year. Um, we were lucky enough in our first year to not only talk to someone like Aaron McGathy, but also talk to all those other great guests that I mentioned and didn't mention. Every single one of them were special to me in my own little way. You've heard me use the term Patronus over and over again with certain guests. So clearly each interview means something to me. Um, and, and on a personal level, just the, the Aaron McGathy one was just a, a, one of my big gets, and I was so happy to do it. We've done this show four times live. You're about to listen to the fourth one in under 365 days. That, I think, is a huge achievement for me. Um, we're part of a podcast network. We did that. We, we Under the wire, we did that in our first year. So, so grateful for you guys. Um, what you're about to listen to is, uh, the everything is awesome late night show from the first ever everything is awesome potiversary event. I was so lucky to put this together. 
Uh, I don't think I mentioned it in the live show. I put it together in under uh, in about under a month, about a month and a half tops. Um, and uh, in about a week, I had to put together my own show because I completely forgot about booking guests for my show. And it still all came together in the last possible second. Um, in a year, in 2016, in a year that was arguably a tough year for many of us, the toughest year that I've had in my adult life with the loss of my uncle to his battle with cancer, um, this show and you guys um, listening to it and, and the Philadelphia podcasting community and the podcasting community in general, you guys uh, made me feel special uh, in a year that really, really sucked. Um, and I wish... I wish my uncle was around to see what we did to get this first anniversary show put together. He would have thought it was so cool. I was able to talk on Ben FM, a local Philadelphia radio station. That's just one of the one of those things that I've done in my life that he would have said. I was like, how the hell did you do this? How the hell did you, my nephew, get to do this? That's so awesome. Make sure you've you archive that so that your kids, your grandkids can see that one day. So in a year where, where it really, you know, I had some personal loss and it, and, and it personally kind of sucked, um, doing this show. And, and even though we took some time off in November for it, doing this show and meeting so many of you, uh, whether you're listeners, uh, like we met in, uh, New York comic con, or whether you're just, you know, other podcasters. And I got to know you because you were a guest on the show it has really meant the world to me. This intro has gone on way longer than I intended it to do. So just for one final time uh, to shout out the sponsors that were part of this show. Uh, we have Bridge Set Sounds. They made us sound like a million bucks. Uh, Tattooed Mom for hosting the event. You know, Wedge and Robert from there who, is, uh, who we dealt with while setting it up and being on site. Wonderful people. Such a great venue. They are... So, so awesome to the arts of Philadelphia, to indie artists. Um, I can't recommend that place enough. Uh, if that doesn't sell you, they have an awesome breakfast burrito. They have awesome tater tots uh, and they have very good drinks. The awesome bomb was something special. I had a few of those myself that night. It was such a great venue. I can't recommend them enough. If you're in Philadelphia, check them out on South Street. Uh, God, I'm, I'm blanking on all my, my sponsors, wildfire radio for providing the, the uh, live stream Zencaster, uh, who is an amazing utility for long form podcasts that have to re record remotely Sparrowman, who, uh, who helped with the open bar that we had. They are also a great utility for micro podcasting. If you're just getting into it and you have to record a quick interview, download Sparrowman on your phone. It, it's fantastic. Tellist, of course. For uh, also uh, fattening up that that open bar a little bit, they decided uh, to put more money on the tab that we had open, so that we could just keep the drinks flowing all night. Uh, also, they provided the prizes for the the trivia that we played today. Fireball Printing, uh, you know, they did such an amazing job printing all our stuff. It was just uh, really, really, really swell of them to to do that for us, and and I I won't recommend anyone else as a printer. I'm they're who I'm gonna go to from now on. 
Um, and I, you know, I, I feel like I'm missing some sponsors. I, I apologize. We do talk about them again in the show. Um, every single one of them, even if I'm forgetting you right now, I'm having a brain fart cause I just broke down and cried a little bit. Uh, all of them are really, really swell and, and I can't thank you enough. And I hope you join us again next year. Um, here's the one I forgot. The big one guys, let's F cancer.com. Fuck cancer. Uh, they were so cool to supply us with some t-shirts. They actually did supply us with some phone cases too. Unfortunately, I got them about two or three days after the event. Uh, so we're going to hold on to them for the next one and uh, for the next live show that we have in March. Uh, more details on that next week probably. Um, but um, yeah, fuck cancer. They do great work. Make sure you check them out at letsfcancer.com. We collected a good amount of money uh, for the little small show that we put on to send their way. So thank you to everyone who donated. If you weren't there and you still want to donate uh, to fuck cancer, go to letsfcancer.com for more info and to donate. Okay, I'm not going to... I've kept you here in this pre-intro long enough. Um, and one of the reasons I want to do it for the simple reason is, is I, I don't know... Because I haven't listened to the audio yet. Steve is getting it to me from Bridge Set Sound. He's getting it to me as we speak. Um, and I actually don't think I started the show off normally saying, Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome Late Night. I am your host, Kev. And this is the show where we sit down to talk to awesome people about awesome things. Tattooed Mom on South Street, the hippest street in Philadelphia, it's Everything is Awesome. Tonight's guests, co-founder of Good Good Comedy Theater, Aaron Nevins, Philadelphia comedian, Joe Messina, and now, as heard on 95.7 Ben FM's Ben Around Philly, here's your host, Kevin For legal reasons, whoa, that's loud. <laughs> For legal reasons, we're gonna cut that short. There we go. You need to learn how to count. There's at least three people here. I did I not say? Well, now there's more. Now there's more. That's not fair, Michael. Uh, thank you all for coming to the first ever. Everything is awesome. I don't even know the name of my own show. Uh, first ever. Everything is awesome. Podiversary event that we put together here tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Shout out to a Quest for Magic and Steel on 25 O'Clock Pod for being uh, some of our openers today. They were wonderful today. We are streaming on Wildfire Radio. Um, I guess that's information that's too late now <laughs> if you're not here. <laughs> but We were streaming. <laughs> yes. Uh, huge thanks to all our sponsors, Bridge Set Sound, uh, for making us sound like a million bucks. We've never sounded better in the... This is our fourth time doing a live show, Mike. And... Uh, We've sounded like shit only once. And uh, what's the common thread there? Uh, we had bridge that sound for the ones we didn't suck at. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Wildfire Radio, of course, for uh, doing a live stream for us today. Zencaster is a great podcasting utility if you do long-form uh, remote podcasting. I use it on a regular basis. 
Fireball Printing for all your high-quality uh, printing needs. Damn fine printing, as they say. They give you little red-hot candies, too, if you order from them. They do. They do. Did you eat that? Did I leave them with you? I, I have it in my, my, uh, my laptop bag, and nice. I, have, I, I used one of them. Uh, and this is a weird one. Tellist? It's is only that... weird because my, 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 my words don't make sense. If you read it, it says, the world is in your hands, but it almost makes it sound like it's a self-help series. <laughs> like... <laughs> You can do it if you just believe. Well, unofficially, you guys tell us, uh, which is what Mike created here, his little fantasy world, has unofficially been a sponsor of our sh- live shows since the beginning. Uh, like well, it prizes. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spearman, which, by the way, uh, if you're if you're not privy to this, uh, as by the way, the the whole ninety five seven thing is totally every introduction. From now on. From now on. Like, when I say, hey, I'm Kev, as you heard on 95.7 Ben FM around Philly. Now, uh, what if you actually host 95.7 Ben FM in the future? That's how I'm going to introduce myself. But but as heard on Ben around Philly? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) As you heard me on this station at one time. (laughs) Uh, But Sparrowman is, they did something great. And actually, Tell us topped on board to add a little bit of extra cash to it. Uh, We have an open bar starting right now. Uh, here at Tattoo Mom. The catch is uh, you have to get a stamp from us uh, to, to uh, partake. It's bottles and drafts uh, is the open bar. So uh, big thanks to Sparrowman and Tellist for supplying the open bar today. Sparrowman is a great utility. If you're just getting into podcasting, uh, Sparrowman is a great little utility that you can just download on your phone. You can have a quick 30-minute conversation, have it recorded and ready to go for you on, uh, you know right away. Tattooed Mom! Woo! Definitely, I think it's become my favorite bar here on, 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 in Philly. Not just South Street, but Philly. Uh, and of course, uh, this one's near and dear to my heart, Fuck Cancer. Uh, Fuck Cancer is a great organization, nonprofit. We've partnered with them, not just uh, sponsoring us today. We've partnered with them to raise some money for them. Uh, their focus is on prevention, detection, and supporting those affected by cancer. Uh, for more details, you can go to letsfcancer.com. You can donate there. If you want to donate cash, we have a cash box that we can uh, accept on your behalf. Um, they are they're just wonderful. Uh, those that know, uh, they've been a big part of my life for the last year. Uh, and I don't think anyone can argue the fact of... I'm pro-cancer. Cancer. You're yeah, pro-cancer. I'm pro-cancer. <laughs> Says the guy wearing a fuck-cancer <laughs> shirt. Uh, so big thanks to them. Uh, and of course, let's. Uh, we, this show is of course not possible without our co-hosts. Give it up for the creator of Tell Us, the co-host this evening, and of course my best friend Mike D'Angelo. Woo! How you doing, buddy? Good, good. I'm, I'm hanging in. You're hanging in. I'm hanging our, uh, in. Our, so tonight, as as you said in our intro, uh, our guests are Aaron, is uh, Aaron Nevins, founder, co-founder of uh, Good Good Comedy Theater. I got word that he's on his way. And, and legit, like not like I told you, like if we our guest fell out, we would like get like Chris Hardwick's Chris on his he, way. He's on his way, but he's, <laughs> and he's never, never gonna make him. it. Aaron's definitely on his way, unless he screwed me. By the way, we have an event drink today called the Awesome Bomb, which is fucking delicious, guys. Like I'm a beer guy, but this is just heaven in a glass. My wife is like falling over out in the audience. She had she one. Already had, no, she had three because oh, she had what? <laughs> she she had the the rest of mine. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't drink. Yeah, so. it's you, you're you. But it is good. For someone who, who doesn't drink, it was good. Three? You're going to pass out soon or just be giddy all day. 
Um, she picked the right show to pass out in. But yeah, it's a five dollar <laughs> awesome bombs. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna, pay, all the other good shows are great. This one's gonna until the guests come out, they're gonna be snoozing, which speaks poorly on us, really. But I mean. There's a reason why you bring other people exactly. onto the show. I mean, in the audience today, we have our guest from last time, Garrett Smith. Uh, Speaking of which, we did you find any, any mice anywhere? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> there we go. That, that's good entertainment. Yes. That's, and that's the kind of quality entertainment we brought here today for you guys. Uh, I do want to... Um, Last time we were here, uh, and it's, it's, it's real touchy subject now, because like last time it was make-believe like when we were at Tattoo Moms. Like, it was like... Make believe when we talked about Trump, right? But now it's like reality. Like, it's scary as fuck, dude. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened in a real quick amount of time, too. And I'll tell you what, if you're not friends with Garrett, you gotta read his posts. Uh, They're fantastic. I hide everybody else's. (laughs) Garrett's is the only one in my feed. And and I can't get involved because I feel like there will be a real war that starts. But, like, reading all the comments of, like, like, the insane people like Garrett and the insane people. That you know, you know who they are. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a fun read. Um, but uh, so, you know, last time we were here, and I don't want to dwell on Trump, uh, you know, too much today. But uh, it is, you know, looking at the TV and like reading newspapers or you know whatever the fuck you know millennials read these days. Um, seeing President Donald Trump really is like, I st- it's still like that's the one part that's not real yet, like. It, it's it's like we're going into idiocracy. The it, movie. Yeah. It happened way too quick. Yeah. It's just we fell asleep one day and we woke up and then it's it's like twenty years ago. The Simpsons said it was going to happen mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's crazy. Like it just seems like make make believe when you watch TV or you read a newspaper or the internet or whatever. And like you know, I think idiocracy was predicting the future with alternative facts. Like you know, uh, electrolytes make plants grow. Yep. Alternative fact. Um, it, but. Is that a bad thing, really? Alternative facts? Like, can't we use that to our benefit? Well, I would expect, like, it's like an imagination where you can pretend the world is a lot better than it is. Well, I mean, like, WB, for instance, like, Batman versus Superman, award-winning movie. Hashtag alternative fact. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Um, It was such a great movie. And, I mean, to pull it all together for today's event, I mean... The ultimate alternative fact, especially in the world we're living in right now, the scariest fuck world, everything is awesome. Eh? It's scary as fuck. Like that's, <laughs> that's your major alternative fact right there. Uh, but, yeah, oh, my buzzer's going off. I forgot I set my alarm for, for things. It's not going off. <laughs> um, so what's that? I don't, you didn't give me a sheet. I just, I, oh, awesome trivia, right? That's what we do next? We are going off awesome trivia. Do you so, want? So we play, no, I got, I got no cards. So for those that don't know, when we do this show live, we, um, we like to play games. Now, I don't know. We may cut it short. Uh, we may, maybe we'll stick to five. I think we might have ten people in here. <laughs> you each get one. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not you answer correctly. Get one, unless you're playing in uh, Wildfire Land, but I'm not going to mail you your prizes. Um, so let's play some uh, awesome trivia. It's a lot like Quizzo, except we're not high tech here, so just scream awesome if you have the answer. Awesome trivia. Peel the curtain back. We 100% skipped the scene here, but we'll go. We'll go back to that. All right, so first question, uh, 
What video game company once produced playing cards called Hanafuda? Is it A, Microsoft, B, Sony, C, Nintendo, or D, Sega? That is correct. I feel like uh, Steve from Bridgeset Sound, plug, 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 is the ultimate trivia guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could win all of them. <laughs> yeah. This is what happened in our last, last live show. Uh, the F cancer trivia. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small, uh, medium or large? Uh, large. Okay. Question two. Which Sixth Sense character or uh, actress, actor or actress, really uh, recently played a Nazi? Is it A, Haley Joel Osment? Is it B, Bruce Willis? C, Tony Collette? Or D, Donnie Wahlberg? Awesome. That is correct. That was in the movie Yoga Hosers. <laughs> I can't see. This is why uh, Garrett and I used to be uh, co-hosts on a show called Smonday Pod. Hint: All about Kevin Smith and his Smodcast Network. So uh, I, I would like. I need to talk to you about that movie. The first movie is. Did you go see it? Okay, number three, which Batman is becoming a villain? Is it A, George Clooney, B, Adam West, C, Val Kilmer, or D, Michael Keaton? That is correct. Michael Keaton, who played Batman, is also going to be a villain in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, he's going to play the Vulture, which, by the way, Mike, seems like an awesome performance. Yes, I think it's going to be really good. I think... No one can hear you. (laughs) <laughs> no one can hear you. That's all right. You can hear me. <laughs> you didn't finish. You oh, s- I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom Holland's going to be good, too. <laughs> all right, question four. After being off the air for several years, which NBC hit is coming back for 10 episodes this year? Is it A, Friends, B, Will and Grace, C, Seinfeld, or D, E, R? Awesome. Oh, B. Oh, who was first? I don't know. I, I think... Wife gets the, the yeah, she yeah, she that's <laughs> cheating. I mean, really, that's cheating. So, so, uh, Matt, yes, I got it. <laughs> he gets it. That's how small the audience is. Those in uh, Wildfire Land, I know the names. All right, question number five After 27 years, what book was finally greenlit for a TV adaption? Is it A, The Andromeda Strain by Michael Crichton? A Song of Ice and Fire by George R.R. R. Martin, Red Riding Quartet by David Pierce, or God, or Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Awesome, D. That is correct, Jeff. Are you, did you already get a shirt? Or? No. no. Question number six. This is going by quick. People actually know the answers this time. Uh, question number six. What classic Universal Studios Orlando ride was closed to make room for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Is it A, Back to the Future, B, Confrontation, C, Jaws, or D, Twister, Ride It Out? Back to the Future. Eh. Nope. I was just there. So I know what it is. Oh. <laughs> I was just at Disney. So go for it. Jaws. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Mystery number. Oh. Large? Uh, large or medium? Brady. You're getting, you're getting prizes. Oh. <laughs> Don't give him that prize. <laughs> You see that number he's wearing. And it's missing. Yeah. You remember riding it? It was yeah. it was really boring, you weren't missing out. No, no. 
Reminder, awesome bomb, delicious. I'm gonna be super drunk today. Uh, Number seven, which rock band recently announced its farewell tour? Is it A, Aerosmith, B, Rolling Stones, C, Bon Jovi, or D, Metallica? Aerosmith. (laughs) That's correct. Joe. (laughs) For t-shirt, larger medium. All right, number eight, uh, last three questions here. Which comic book storyline is this 2017 movie Logan loosely based off of? Awesome. <laughs> now, can you guess which letter that is? C. No. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. <laughs> All right, question number nine. Which Broadway play is entering its fourth run in 2017? Is it A, Sunday in the Park with George? B, The Price, C, Six Degrees of Separation, or D, Hello, Dolly? This one's really hard. Yeah, because we don't know it. <laughs> yeah, no. This, we did a now and then theme because it's January. So we did like, you know. Yeah, New Year's. Now and then. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, the day of the week is in the title. I don't even remember the, the, the <laughs> Next Friday. <laughs> yep, there you go. Jeffrey got it. Final question of the night. Uh, speaking of now and then, in the movie Now and Then, which two actresses played Roberta? Is it A, Thora Birch and Melanie Griffith, or B, Gabby Hoffman, Demi Moore, C, Christini, Christina Ritchie, Rosie O'Donnell, or D, Ashley Aston Moore and Rita Wilson? Yes! She's not even cheating. She's not even cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want. Fuck, she's she's just said fuck fuck answer is what fuck, she said. Fuck answer. But I understand. I understand why. It's just like you wear the fuck answer shirt and then like tomorrow we all get cancer. That would suck. I mean, we all have cancer. <laughs> like, everything is cancer. That should be the name of the show. Um, <laughs> all right. So I don't know if our uh, I don't know if our first guest is here yet. So we do have. Speaking of uh, Fuck Cancer, who is, as we said, a great organization that is uh, raising money to help educate people about cancer, Uh, they have this new campaign called Not Us, and it's about HPV, and this generation really is the first generation that has the opportunity to eliminate cancers caused by HPV for future generations. Generation. Uh, And there's a couple, they have a great little campaign for it. Uh, and there's a couple myths and truths about uh, HPV that we'd like to discuss for them right now. Uh, myth number two, we're not going in order, guys. No, myth number two, only girls get HPV, so boys don't have to get the vaccine. Now, here's the awesome part, guys. I'm doing this show pretty much for free, but Kev gave me homework. <laughs> <laughs> True. I, didn't, I didn't even give him the material. He Truth. just got the material 20 minutes before the show, too. <laughs> Truth. Both males and females can get infected with HPV. Males contract HPV the same way females do and can pass the disease on with no knowledge of having HPV or any symptoms. About 90% of sexually active adults will have at least one type of HPV in their lifetime if they have not been vaccinated. HPV causes cervical cancer in women, penile cancer in men, and cancer of the anus, throat, and tongue. That sounds awesome, everybody. (laughs) In both men and women. Gardasil is approved and recommended for both girls and boys. That's the vaccine. Shit just got real. Myth number four, the HPV vaccine causes significant negative side effects. You notice that he gave me the longer ones to say? 
the centers, <laughs> the centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, have found no proof that HPV vaccines cause significant negative side effects. Like other vaccines, there may be common temporary side effects like pain, redness, and or swelling. In very rare cases, a person may have an allergic reaction. Myth number six, the HPV... Act- <clears throat> <laughs> Sip on that awesome bomb. The HPV vaccine causes fertility problems. Research shows that the HPV vaccine does not cause fertility problems. Conversely, the vaccine can help protect women from future fertility problems linked to cervical cancer. Myth number eight, the HPV vaccine contains harmful ingredients. Truth. Some parents are worried about vaccine ingredients, one being aluminum. There is aluminum in the HPV vaccine, but it's a safe amount. Aluminum containing vaccines have been used for years and in more than one billion people. In fact, we come in contact with aluminum every day through foods we eat, water, and even breast milk. Every day, babies, children, and adults come into contact with more aluminum than what's in the vaccine. That's it. (laughs) Myth number nine, uh, man buns are cool. Truth, definitely not. (laughs) Except maybe on super hot dudes who would be considered hot anyway. So they are just some of the myths of the Not Us campaign that Fuck Cancer has. Again, once again, we are collecting cash donations. You can see Mike about that uh, today. If not, you can go to letsfcancer.com to uh, find out more information about their uh, mission and donate. Uh, is, is Aaron here? No? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we'll start with our other guest then. We'll start with our other guest then right here. Uh, so we brought in, um, we like to do, uh, you know, comedy or music here. And so please welcome to the stage uh, from Philadelphia, Philadelphia stand-up comedian, Joe Messina. Woo woo! Woo! Oh, thank you. You got the music I sent you. <laughs> this is, uh, I've never done stand up standing next to a guy on a couch. Uh, but, uh, cool. Um, I, uh, I don't know if you heard that uh, since the election, millions of Americans have actually gone missing up their own assholes. It's, it's tragic. It's, it's weird. Everyone I know voted correctly and is the exact right amount of outraged. And if you're not, you don't get it. I, I just keep waiting for CNN or someone to be like, now didn't that feel bad, everyone? Let this be a lesson. Now here's the real president. (laughs) Then Hillary comes out with Katy Perry and Beyonce. (laughs) And then everything is not fine, but okay for now, I guess. (laughs) We'll hold her feet to the fire, I'm sure. There would have been a women's march if Hillary won, I'm sure. That would still have happened. Yeah, we finally have the outsider president everyone wanted, right? Hope you're fucking happy. (laughs) That's what everyone wanted, right? We want an outsider president. We don't want a career politician. Presidency's the only job where it's really tempting to hire someone who doesn't know how to do it, right? (laughs) Like, you look at our options, like, you know, Bernie and Hillary have been there for decades, and they know everybody involved. They know the process. Even the Republicans in the race have been senators and governors that, at least. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, but Trump's really angry. That's, I think we need an asshole. When's it going to be their turn? 
The American public is like the crazy boss in a movie that like hires the protagonist against his better judgment. You know? <laughs> you showed up late. You're underdressed. You insulted my wife. But I like your style. Be here first thing Monday morning. Then they never ask what time, right? Seven, eight? First thing. I don't know. I don't know when that is. I don't know. Maybe they're right. Maybe we shouldn't have career politicians, right? And the whole thing should just work like jury duty. Just uh, get a letter in the mail. Ah, shit. I got to go to the Senate. Yeah, I tried to get out of it. I told them I was a pedophile. Does not disqualify you from the <laughs> United States Senate. No. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, our generation, we like to think we're so much more progressive than our parents. And I think we are, but I'm sure there's stuff I'm prejudiced about now that I don't even realize. And in 20 years, my kid's going to be like, what do you mean you didn't go to the same schools as dolphins? <laughs> We just didn't grow up in the same communities as those animals. What do you mean, those animals, Dad? So backwards. And his friend's going to be like, ee, ee. I'm like, I know, Peter, it's bullshit. I don't know what to tell you. It's just the way it was. Peter's a dolphin. My kid's going to have play dates with dolphins. I'm just going to have to learn to accept it. <laughs> Sit and talk to his dolphin parents in the kitchen, you know. So what do you guys do? Oh, beach ball. That sounds fun. Um, I saw blackfish. I don't know what else to talk to you guys about. <laughs> All right. That, it was five minutes, right? I think, yeah, I think yeah, we're good. good. Thank yeah. you, guys. Come see them. Am I sticking around? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. Especially since our uh, other guest is winning okay. way late. <laughs> If not making it at all, <laughs> I just got the message. Um, so, uh, Joe, thank you for coming yeah, today. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, we um, we connected about a, a around the around August around the Philadelphia Podcast yeah, Festival. Yeah. Is that when you started your podcast? Uh, yeah, I think it was in July. In July, um, and you were um, you were looking for like remote podcasting advice. Yeah, I was. I I, I looked into many different ways to record a phone conversation. Yeah, it's not easy. I, I couldn't even record the podcast myself, so I, like <laughs> that was not going to happen. Well, and, and so after uh, our show today is Full Belly Laughs, you actually, yeah, Brian yeah. helps you with your show. Yeah, right? yeah, From he's, he's our producer and yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, guy who, who he does things. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and again, just to plug our, one of our sponsors, Zencaster, uh, Zencaster, they, uh, did you ever end up using them? I did, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I've used it a couple of times actually. It's, it works pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's, it's, it works. It's quite, it's quite an ad. <laughs> the edit of that is that it works really well, uh, Zencaster. It's the best. <laughs> it was not a disaster at all. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. So, so uh, what made you start your podcast? Um, it was uh, a breakup. The show's called Breaking Up with Joe, and unsurprisingly, it was a breakup that made me start the podcast. Um, I uh, spent about a month and a half just drinking, just on, not really doing much of anything else <laughs> besides drinking. And then I just one day I just thought uh, uh, I should uh, do something, um, and uh, I, I had I had a bunch of ideas of just the things to say. I think I think everyone talks to each other about 
what what happens after a breakup, but it, it's 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 kind of a thing that like I think you get you feel like your friends get sick of hearing it. So like you're not gonna sit and talk to someone about it for an hour. So like thought yeah, that might be a cool thing. I recorded some stuff and I sent it to Brian and I said, "Can you make me help this? <laughs> help me make, make this, this sound, sound good. good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting concept. It's it's there's uh, I mean I don't listen to many relationship podcasts because you know downer, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, but uh, it, it's such a great concept. There's there's only a few that I listen to. Yours, uh, Aaron McGathy does one. Uh, this feels terrible. So uh, literally the only two I listen to, uh, yeah. and hey Philadelphia gonna support it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such an interesting concept because not many people I think do that or because I know I mean. I mean, I haven't done a breakup in years. Yeah, you know, you, you, many, I mean, God, how many breakups, uh, spoiler alert, Mike and I have known each other since third grade. Okay. So how many breakups did you and I discuss with one another uh, together? Of each other? Yeah, like when we broke up with each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like how many breakups have we discussed? Like any? I mean... Maybe like the one adult one I had before the serious adult one that I have. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like you chat a lot about it. You just you, you take your. If anything, your hit we, and we you move we on. If anything, we stop talking to your friends when you're yeah. in a relationship with the wrong person because you know they don't want you to hang out with your right. cool friends. You know? That happened, <laughs> especially in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what brought you? Uh, what got you into comedy? Because I know that's like your base, I assume, right? Comedy. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I actually, when I went to camp when I was like twelve, um, our counselors would read to us. This is kind of messed up. They would read to us from George Carlin books. <laughs> just, just Wait, How old were you? Twelve. <laughs> that's um, inappropriate. And. Uh, that kind of broke my brain, and I like went home that fall and like bought one of his specials, and and like from there it was just there was there was no going back. I was not going to be like a normal person after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's kind of like when my when I was like ten listening to Howard Stern. Yeah, like there's no you don't go back, especially like you know that's thirteen no twenty three years ago. I'm thirty three. Uh, thirty you know twenty three years ago, Howard Stern wasn't like he was. He was racy. Like yeah, that. Right. yeah, so you don't turn around from that kind of no. stuff when you're a kid. It kind of leads you into the direction. Hence the reason mm. I do, you know, I do this. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and it was right around the time of, like, uh, Bush administration yeah. and Jon Stewart and all that. So, like, okay, that's yeah. what got me into comedy and politics yeah. kind of yeah. at the same time. Yeah, because, I, mean, <laughs> and, and, I mean, our interaction is really, you know, far and few between. Uh, but you do a lot of commentary on politics, at mm. least on your Facebook feed, um, which is again just like Garrett's. Like, it's, uh, uh, there's I, some memes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a fun thing for me to sit back, like, as a way for me to not get involved and get really angry and, yeah. and whatnot. Like, I feel like we're in the perfect space to be doing this show, to be doing your comedy as we look at the anti-Trump sign over there, the poo emoji of Trump. All <laughs> things I could not talk about on Ben FM, by the way. No, they wouldn't <laughs> let you. They would not. I, I was, oddly enough, I could talk about fuck cancer all I want, but <laughs> I bring up Trump and it's... Cut it, cut it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm glad you appreciate the, the, the Facebook side. I've had a few people say, like, I definitely like yours better than most people who, like, sound off about politics on Facebook. But that's certainly not everyone. Yeah. I know for a fact at least one childhood friend and one sibling have blocked me on Facebook. Oh, my God. Not, not even because they disagree with me, just because uh, okay, that's how okay. incessant I am. Okay. <laughs> That's exhausting. 
Well, and I, I get that, but but I get that from like I see my friends who are Trump supporters talking all right. day long about Trump and like, oh, we're better. Like you, all you liberals are crying or whatever. I'm like, I, I'm gonna block you, yeah. and I want to hear it. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it would be the same thing, vice versa, <laughs> if Hillary had won. You know, right? Uh, but maybe that's. <laughs> Because I'm a liberal. <laughs> Enough about how great everything is. Please. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's uh, it is a crazy world we live in, but it's got to be comedy gold for you, especially if you do politics. I guess. I mean, I would have been able to write jokes if Bernie <laughs> won. You know, like I would have figured it out. You weren't crossing your <laughs> fingers for Trump, like, no. oh, this is really gonna. My career is gonna take off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just easier, I guess, this route. Yeah, you know, it's I, easier, I, I, I guess. I mean, in some ways, but yeah, also as a comedian, it's like, but it's harder as a person. Well, yeah, but also in some ways, I'm like, I'll be sitting there, and I'm like, none of this is funny. I don't know what to <laughs> like. It's really kind of terrifying sometimes. Yeah, oh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it's, it was easier to like have sort of a base level like this. All right, this Obama guy's okay. I don't like everything, but like I reasonably sure he won't end the world. So it's like. <laughs> All right, I can feel sort of okay and and like you know just poke fun at it, um, but this is just I don't know if this is where I'm getting my information, but it seems like this is a little different. <laughs> oh, it's way I don't I mean it's I had a conversation earlier with uh, with our sound guy uh, about and we won't name names, but about someone who was a Trump supporter here in this building yeah, at one yeah. point, which is really weird because there's nothing pro Trump in this building at all. <laughs> Uh, and it's just like it's it, it still blows my mind. You know, we have a mutual friend who is a, a Trump supporter, and and it's just like it's it's hard to wrap your brain around. Like yeah. I thought I knew you. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't have much to add. Yeah, I, I that's a little foreign to me actually because um, I'm actually from Connecticut, where it's just, just like Democrat country and. Um, especially like just outside of New York, Connecticut. Uh, and I, when I moved here, it was like a lot of people have like conservative parents and like they're at odds with their families and stuff over Trump and stuff. Well, and that's it, the it, thing. Like, I, I would have totally thought it went the other way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I live in the suburbs. I live in, in Levittown in, in yeah, Bucks yeah. County. And like, I thought I was like, yeah, we're all Hillary supporters. Mm. And I drive down the street, literally five houses down from me, there's someone with a like, Four foot by eight foot banner that says Trump. I'm yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? right. I, th I think Pennsylvania's a little more. I mean, if you went to rural Connecticut, I'm sure it's a little different too. But like, I, I feel like here you have like New Jersey's a little more mixed, Pennsylvania's a little more mm -hmm. mixed. So it's like y y Philly is is Philly pretty Democrat. Is, but like, yeah. if you, anyone coming from right outside, well, it might be a little bit different. Yeah, and like where I work is, which is you know. I guess kind of the boondocks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to be that. It, it, it's like all oh, Trump. I'm like, I was scared to drive for a little while because it's like, am I, it's like I can't support, I can't show my support or I'm going to get shot. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> were you really scared though? Like, uh, I mean. <laughs> in the suburbs <laughs> yeah. of yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess as a white male. No. Right, no judgment. Like, I'm sure they're not looking at you going like. <laughs> That guy right took there. Gotta get on my slack jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so Aaron is still not here. I don't know if he, he sent me a message. It went away from my phone. Um, so uh, we have nothing else planned. So I want to uh, throw it to someone in the crowd. Let's see. Who have we not had on the show before? Let's throw it to... Oh, I guess we did have Brian on the show. But for, come on up. You're coming up next. <laughs> First person I looked at. 
You're reserved for the Philadelphia Podcast Fest, my friend. Yeah, for the, the Th- by the way, thanks, Joe, for, yes. for coming on the show. Uh, this is more for the people here, but uh, Joe and I are roommates, so we planned our outfits today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just noticed you guys have very similar, if not the same, yeah. outfits. <laughs> so what's going on, man? It's been a while since we last talked. It has been, man. Yeah. It's uh, It's been good. Really busy. Uh, excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me, man. Yeah, no, it's... I, uh, the Philadelphia podcast scene uh, is, I think, one of the biggest out there. You know, I, talking to some people that I know up in New York, it's unless you're mainstream in New York or uh, in L.A., like there's really no room for you. But in Philly, it's all very indie podcasts. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's nice and um, we have a good community. Yeah. I don't know why it was so hard to remember that word. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess like in some of those other cities, it's easier to get overshadowed by like the national global shows. Um, and not to say that we don't have shows here that get great traction, but we are more of like a tight knit, like grassroots yeah. group. So uh, everyone seems to kind of know each other. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know like a lot of that. So, so I've been doing this like in June, it will be 10 years of podcasting for me. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I've been doing this for a third of my life. And uh, for nine tenths of that podcasting career, I didn't feel that, like I didn't know about that community. Like I just I discovered it doing this show and finding the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. Like Nate and Tegan have yeah. really like you know formed that for us. I think. Yeah, they've done a really good job. Of, you know what? That's that's a great point because they've done a really good job of kind of like organizing the community. Mm-hmm. And I guess like similar festivals in LA or New York only have room for like the shows everyone already knows about. Yeah. So it's like harder for us to meet each other. Yeah, and like and, and they charge you. Like even like the DC Podcast Fest, which is uh, something that like I never heard of before. Uh, like they all charge it's all charging for the, you know, as a fan and like uh, you know, I guess that's great like if you can go out there and do a live show and make money off it, like that's all the power to you. But like base the basics of a podcast is that it's free. So I love that the Philadelphia Podcast Fest for the last four years and going into its fifth year, uh, and then and this like this you know it's a free event like it's it's I think what makes it appealing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely people out there that are trying to make a quick buck or hard buck in podcasting, but <laughs> it does seem um, it does seem like most of the community is. And Nathan was just saying this to me earlier, and I agree that. You know, a lot of us are like, hey, I just want to create this, like, really cool thing, and we'll yeah. just see where it goes. I mean, we probably have at least four or five podcasters in the audience, yourself included. And, I mean, none of you do it for money. <laughs> not, like, that's not your first instinct. And that was my mistake for nine years was, like, I'm going to make money. I know I'm going to be the Kevin Smith <laughs> of Philadelphia, and that's just not the, the way you do it. Like, it's once you give that all up, and this is this last year – uh, where I may not have the numbers that I used to have, like, is still the best year of podcasting I had. And if and if nothing else, it's because of all the great people that I met. Like the po- like, as we said, the podcast community is so strong. I met you. I met Jeff. I met so many people. Uh, Dave Steele from Request of uh, Magic and Steel, Dan Drago. Like, every, I mean, you list almost everybody that's in our group on the Philadelphia uh, Podcasting Society page, and like, I listened to almost all those podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, you know, they bumped a lot. I used to listen to a lot of mainstream. I used to listen to like all the Kevin Smith ones, and I listened to maybe one or two of them now. Yeah. Uh, how to Make Room. You know? Yeah, I have not 
listen to like the national shows as much as I might have used to. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's all because of the and I don't I like I said I don't think there's another city that has that community. I, I think we're. I mean, maybe it's because we're, we're here right now, but I think Philadelphia is the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't really have my fingers to the pulse on the like Atlanta podcast scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it does feel like things are really cool and good and, and awesome. I'm excited for the podcast festival later this year. Yeah, I yeah. I was talking to Nate about it, and, and it's already kind of like penciled in for two another two weekends. Nice. I know. Nice. I think there, and this is just for me going off of like conversations from last years. You know, we had over 30 last year. I think the goal is over 40 this year. Oh, awesome. I mean, and that's that's just going to show you all the talent that's here in Philadelphia. Yeah, like, that is, that is like, a fun fact. This is, like, there's there were 30 shows on the festival last year, and they're all Philadelphia-based. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, their show, like, you know, Joe will have been doing his show for a year soon, but, like, he had just started his show, so it's, like, he had missed the window to, like, yeah. be a part of the festival. But there's like a like it's not like there's only thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're no, just the thirty time. that happen to be and in the actually, podcast fest. Like there's a lot of us who are kind kind of celebrating. Your one year is coming up, right? Yeah, my one year is a. Uh, this is gonna be a seamless plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my one year is uh, February 9th, and we're actually yeah. uh, doing a live show at the Philly Improv Theater. There you go. At 7:30, we'll be giving away a lot of cool prizes, just like today. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, like Jeff's party one, you just celebrated your one year. Like nice. I feel like it was a really strong class. If if we can like the class of 2016. Yeah, that's true. That's is, a good way to put it. Is it was a strong year. A lot of podcasts came up. You know, us, the three of us, Quest for Magic and Steel. I know is one of them. That's right. Uh, yeah, because I remember meeting them at like a meetup here. Yeah. For the society, and they were like just getting started. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool. Yeah, Tattooed Moms has also been, like, great for podcasters. Like, it's just been a a fantastic home for us. Uh, I've done, like, you know, I know you've done your show live a bunch of times, right? Yeah, we have, like, a a residency, I guess. I don't know how you would say it. But we're at uh, Philly Improv Theater every month. Oh, okay. Um, It just so happened to, like, beautifully work out that our next date is our anniversary. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, So it's, like, extra special. But, yeah, that'll be – I've been performing the show live since, like, April last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we've done – in in February 1st is our official one year, and this is our fourth show in one one year. Cool. And, uh, I mean, we've done two of them here. Uh, This is our second one. We did one at Bridge That Sounds. Shout out to Steve, who's not here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> front row center, <laughs> yeah, man. It's front and center. Uh, I drank one too many awesome bombs. Uh, and um, and we did one in New York City. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. It, how, it sounds like it, like it cool would be, was right? It, <laughs> it, was, it was a train wreck. We, uh, so this is what happens when you don't have Steve there is there was no sound guy. Okay. Uh, so it, it sounded like crap. We had to record it with my blue snowball uh, on the stage. Yep. <laughs> and we were playing music through cell phones onto yep. the microphones. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, nice. We decided to intermingle with another podcast uh, and, and, and break away from the traditional format of our show, Trainwreck. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the audience was like, like they were into it. So I guess that's all you really care uh, about. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. the seven minutes like, that yeah, we were like, talking. Yeah. I mean, really, like we only talked for about seven to ten minutes. And then uh, they dominated the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my fault for... Because they said, you put it together how you wanted to put it together. I was like, this is going to make perfect sense, guys. And they were the headliners, too. I mean, yeah. so they, they muscled us I out. See, of I'm, not, <laughs> I, I'm not dumb when it comes to booking shows. Like, I know, like, okay, let's book 
Full Belly Laughs after us. Like, of course. Uh, yeah, we're going to get some of their action. Uh, let's book 25 o'clock pod before us because we'll get some of their action. Uh, let's put on a open bar <laughs> during our during our show. That way, no one watches it. Yeah, well, you know, the we haven't stamped was, anyone, right? Yeah, no one has. No one. No one's taken. That's all right. That means I can walk away with some sweet, sweet cash, Mike. I think you have to drink it all. I they don't give you any of that cash back. That's fair. <laughs> Challenge accepted. As uh, what's his face, Barney? NPH. Yep. Yeah, NPH. Yep. Challenge accepted. Mr. Stinson. Uh, so we are, we'll we start to wrap up here because you're, you're about to go live with your show. Yeah. Which yeah. I got to say is, first of all, the one thing we didn't talk about that I want to talk about in the beginning of the show was like putting this thing event together. I'll, I'll wrap on this. Is putting this event together completely started out as like a thing for me to do to celebrate this dopey podcast, dopey anniversary and watch my friends do podcasts. Like that's, I wanted to watch you guys. I wanted oh, to watch cool. a quest for magic and steel. I want to watch party one. I wanted to watch 25 o'clock pod. Um, and I wanted to watch a lot more. Like that's, that's how talented Philadelphia is, but I had to make cuts where I had to make cuts and it just grew into this thing where like all these sponsors hopped on board and it's you know, awesome. Yeah, I mean, the big one for me is, 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 is as great as everyone, you know, Bridge That Sound and Tattooed Mom, obviously, who's here, and Wildfire, who's streaming us, as great as they all are, and Telus, too, is right behind me. Uh, fuck Cancer is, is, is the big one for me. Like, that was a real personal one that I can't believe. Like, when I, I forwarded you the message when I got it, oh, yeah. like, I was just so gung-ho about it. Like, it, it's, they mean so much to me. Um, and it turned into this like important event. Like it's not just about celebrating my Adobe podcast, and you know, hopefully somebody walks away and says, "Hey, I'm going to donate to Fuck Cancer because Fuck Cancer." Um, so it just really turned into this great little event that means something to to me now. Besides just like watching you, and and watching Jeff, and and watching everyone else that was here today. So thank you, by the way. Hey, it, thanks for having me. It's cool yeah. that it uh, that it. That blew up into something special yeah. and celebratory and awesome, you know. Yeah. Like it's a, this is kind of like the festival like preview. Yeah. In a way. That's it's cool. and that's what like I would I I would love for this to be this an annual thing. Like, hey, here's like five dopey shows that you can see. You know, next in six months, you can see like thirty way better ones than everything is awesome. That's for sure. Uh, everyone else on this bill, I made sure to top uh, to build top notch. Uh, to build better shows than me on this event, uh, I'm just I'm so excited for it. I'm so gung ho about podcasting, so gung ho that that you know everyone like no one hesitated. Unit has no one had a hesitation. The slightest hesitation was let me see if I can get someone to do it with me, and then 100% I'm there. Uh, and it, and it's just a fantastic. Thing. No, I was I was a stack. The minute you sent in the invitation, I was like, count me yeah. in. I'll figure out everything. <laughs> yeah, <else." laughs> yeah. It's it's just a great thing to do, uh, and, and I don't know, just love it. Yeah, you know? me too. That's man. all I can say. All right, um, let's uh, throw a couple thank yous out there. Uh, thank everyone for coming out to the first ever Podiversary show for Everything is Awesome and to Raise Cancer for Fuck Cancer. We are going to make sure to do it again next year. We are going to make sure to make it bigger and better next year. Uh, we hope to have Fuck Cancer back with us. They are uh, wonderful people. They've already told us they want to do something even better next year. So hope to have you all back next year. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you find us on awesomepodcast.com, coretemparts.com, our network of podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, if you like the show, consider leaving a five-star review. You know how we all like to beg for that. Uh, thank you to Joe Messina. Yeah. Woo! Great comedian here in Philadelphia. JoeMessinaComedy.com. 
Aaron Nevins could not make it. Check out Good Good Comedy Theater. But Brian Durkin. Yeah. Full Belly fill, Laughs. Filling in from Full Belly Laughs at the last minute. FullBellyLaughs.com. Yeah, you know Full Belly Laughs for all the social media. New episodes every Tuesday. New humor articles by Philadelphia Comedians every day of the week. And, of course, big thank you to my co-host for the evening, Michael D'Angelo. Check him out at Telus.com. Thanks. Big thanks to all our sponsors one more time. Bridge Set Sounds, Wildfire Radio, Zencaster, Fireball Printing, Tellist, Spearman, Tattooed Mom, and Fuck Cancer. Check them out at letsfcancer.com for more information about what they do and to donate. You can also see me or Mike after the show to donate cash if you want. Um, let's, uh, thanks to uh, Quest for Magic and Steel, 25 O'Clock Pod, Full Belly Laughs, and Party One. For being the first ever you know party of this show that we do, we're gonna do every year. Coming up next, uh, see what happens. One food meets funny with full belly laughs. We've been awesome. Woo. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin' Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com.